Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hello, hello. We're in Acts chapter 15, starting at verse 1 today, so grab your Bibles. Let's get into it. While Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of Syria, some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the believers, unless you were circumcised as required by the law of Moses, you cannot be saved. Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them, arguing vehemently. Finally, the church decided to send Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem, accompanied by some local believers, to talk to the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent the delegates to Jerusalem, and they stopped along the way in Phoenicia and Samaria to visit the believers. They told them, much to everyone's joy, that the Gentiles too were being converted. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Barnabas and Paul were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported everything God had done through them. and that. But then some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and insisted, the Gentile converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and elders met together to resolve the issue. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts, and he confirmed that he accept Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them, for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believe that we are all saved the same way, by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. In this passage, we are caused to remind ourselves that in case you thought that the early church was flawless and without error or mistake or default, uh, you are mistaken. And Luke brings us back to reality pretty quickly here in this chapter. And there are disagreements and there is infighting. And we'll cover a lot of uh, that in the other epistles that Paul writes to the churches. We see that there are quite a few disagreements, actually, that uh, the early church was struggling with. A lot of the same issues that we ourselves here today in the 21st century deal with as well. There's nothing new under the sun. Uh, And that's kind of encouraging. But as we see this issue that is brought up in the early church, Paul and Barnabas are sent as a delegation with other believers to pursue an answer with the elders that are in Jerusalem, the elders of the church and the apostles. We don't want this issue to divide us, is what they're saying. So what should we do? How should we address this? What is the correct and God-honoring way for us to resolve this issue? And as they're on their way, they are continuing to encourage the other believers with what God has done uh, through them on their journey. You'll recall that this is fresh off of the return uh, of Paul and Barnabas from this missionary journey. And one of our roles here, and this reminds us here, that one of our roles as Christians ought to be to encourage other believers with the things that God has been doing. Uh, A reminder of the importance of our own testimonies and uh, keeping an eye out for the things that God is doing in the hearts of not only ourselves, but in the people around us. And when they get to Jerusalem, they are greeted by believers and we see that they share this news there as well. And people are thankful, but then this sect of Pharisees who had been converted to uh, Christianity, who had uh, become followers of Jesus, uh, it's kind of hard, I think, for them to leave this habit of following the law of Moses, and they see the law of Moses as good and proper and the only thing that's worth following. And 
Uh, it is good and proper and important for us as Christians to follow, but uh, it is also a weight. And Peter points out here that this is a weight that not even we ourselves, much less our ancestors, were able to follow. So why are we attaching this to the grace of God? And, and Peter is very wise here, and this is uncharacteristic of him compared to his outbursts. Uh, I think for a lack of a better term, outburst is, is fitting. Uh, this is very uncharacteristic of what we see him and see how he behaves in the gospel. People want to be heard out more often than not. People want to make sure that their opinion is being heard and, and considered. And Peter allows this to happen. And uh, as they discuss this, Peter uh, chimes in and he has an opportunity to say his own piece and his own uh, point, of per, point of view and perspective. Uh, I think because he's allowed this opposition to have a voice uh, to vocalize their concerns as well. And after you hear what uh, people have to say, then I think it's an opportunity for us to share our own peace. But Peter's input here has the weight of godly truth to it, that God's grace has been given to all people, uh, whether we deserve it or not. And he even uses that, that phrase in verse 11, that great phrase, we believe that we are all saved by the same way, by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. It's not how well we can follow the rules or abide by the law, but it is the undeserved grace of Jesus that is the source of our salvation. So as we look to continue on in this passage, in this chapter, the question for us to wrestle with today is that in your own opinion, what is the best way to resolve issues within the church? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.